You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Charlotte's got a lot, as the marketing campaign says, and it's enough to keep drawing people to town. In fact, more than 100 people, 113, if you read the the script there, are moving to town each and every day. That's great for business, of course. It's great for our national reputation. And, of course, there's a yin and a yang to everything like that. More traffic, less affordable housing, fewer seats at your favorite restaurant, longer lines at the grocery store, etc., etc., It takes smart people to forecast, design, and engineer solutions that can help fast-growing places like Charlotte roll with the punches and those changes. This is D.C. Lucchese in for the vacationing. Brian Young, I'm here with Scott Dunstan, president of the Dunstan Group, and we've got one of those smart people with us here today on the Brand Builders Podcast. Yes, Scott, but also... Toby Holmes. Toby, welcome to the show, man. Hey, DC. I'm glad to be here. Um, <laughs> I've gotten the chance to listen to quite a few of these episodes over the last month or two. And I got to say, it's cool to meet the people who make Charlotte run well. Oh, oh, thank you, Toby. Oh, appreciate, appreciate that, that. man. Well, thank you for spending a few minutes of your busy time with us this morning. Hey, I'm glad to join the uh, the long list of characters and cast you've had on the podcast. You've probably known a few. I've <laughs> listened to episodes recently, and uh, a bunch of good people, and glad to be in their uh, in their good company. That's yeah, awesome, man. man. Totally. That's awesome. Well, you've yeah. changed roles since we booked you on the show, so tell us uh, tell us what you're up to now. Sure. Yeah, I left University City Partners not too long ago and joined a company called Withers Ravenel. Uh, Withers Ravenel has been in Raleigh for about 40 years. Raleigh, mm. Cary, Triad, Triangle, and not Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> although, it's okay. Yeah, although we're, remote now. <laughs> we're gangbusters here um, on the growth front. Um, Withers has really concentrated their work in the Raleigh area, a lot of relationships there, a lot of great work there, and wanted to bring their thunder to a very crowded engineering, planning, uh, surveying, GIS field here in Charlotte. And uh, we're going to be slow and steady trying to figure out how to make it work here. And I'm glad to be with them because they are slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, absolutely. It's a marathon, right? Exactly. Not a sprint. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, and we were goofing around before we uh, pushed record on this thing, but what exactly does the firm do for the folks at home and for me? What exactly does the firm do? Sure. We take sites, um, land development, Mm -hmm. and do everything from surveying, planning, landscape architecture, uh, the GIS, and engineer them. And that's stormwater utilities do some transportation work as well. Of course, we got to pull in the environmental front, and that's for wetlands and solid waste management, brownfields, and for the towns across North Carolina who need the cash to make it work, we will help them get grants to make it all happen. So wow. uh, we do a handful of different things. Uh, they all kind of fit together mm-hmm. as pillars. They have a little bit of our interaction with each other, and we talk a lot about that as we build the Charlotte business and the Charlotte brand and how those pillars work together for us. And, um, yeah, we try to focus on the clients that we like to work with and like to work with us and also <laughs> the projects we like to work with and don't get too far outside of what we can, can't do. And, and so it boils down to relationships, right? It I mean, really does. It really does. Yeah. And it seems like that comes back uh, in a way that um, it, it's, because, it's almost cliche in a way, right? But the reality is it is relationship-oriented, and our business is crazy relationship-oriented. And <clears throat> It's not sure. just for clients. It's inside the house, too. Uh, Withers Ravenel does an amazing job of 
of uh, treating everybody like a team member, making sure they stay engaged as a team member, and that has a direct reflection on our client experience, and that is A number one. And if we're messing it up for you, we want to know in the front end uh, and let you know we're messing it up as soon as we figure it out uh, and, and, uh, and uh, propel everyone we work with and touch into the future. And pardon my ignorance, are you mainly focusing on commercial construction just overall, or do you do commercial, residential, um, all types of construction? Yeah, we're really com- or, we're commercial, yeah. uh, all commercial. Yeah. And um, the, all, the only residential we do, it better be, you know, a few stories tall or part of a big subdivision. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, sure. um, now, what exactly do you do in this business? I know you're not out there schlepping a tripod. So. <laughs> well, not yet. Not yet. It's all, it's, I'm early, though. I'm early. They haven't figured me out. Uh, and I don't even know where the stapler is yet. And I haven't had the guts to answer. And anybody. here we are drilling you with <laughs> questions. I mean, this, Hold is, on, man. this isn't even fair. <laughs> no, I've been around long enough to have hadn't met a lot mm. of people there so far. Yeah. They do a good job of onboarding, getting you trained up, and, and putting you in front of anybody you may need to talk to across the course of a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, on the day-to-day for me, it's making sure that our, that we're talking to clients and making sure that uh, land developers know that we exist here in Charlotte, mm-hmm. that the architecture firms and the people we partner with regularly know we're here and we've moved from Raleigh and we can bring our services here locally. And, um, and to work with a bunch of really smart young people to make sites work. And that's, that, cool. that's what I enjoy. You know, yeah. being in a room full of people that are smarter than me is exactly where I want to be every day. <laughs> Well, Amen. Well, I'm sorry that you ended up here this morning, man. <laughs> right? That's like, wow, okay, geez. Speak yourself there, bro. So would that be a business development role, um, maintaining relationships, being involved in, from the front end of the project and a little your bit, team yeah. seeing it through? Yeah, you know, yeah I guess it's, um, it depends on where, you're, where you sit. My counterpart in Raleigh, um, we joke a little bit that he doesn't have to do any work. Um, you know, he has a bunch of really, really great young staff who do his work for him, and the projects and referrals keep flowing. Now, for me, I've got to work for a living here in Charlotte, so I'm doing all of the above. I got you. Well, you got kids. I well, get you have it. a brand new opportunity with uh, a lot of opportunity, I would think, just with the way Charlotte's growing. And if you can bust into this market, which it sounds like you are. Um, it's a crowded field out there here in Mark, uh, here it? in Charlotte. It is, and there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of great engineering firms here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's enough to go around, and uh, I think that we offer something unique, and we know we offer something unique, and mm-hmm. we're willing to stick with our guns and keep delivering on that. Yeah, and I think that'll set us aside. Yeah, hundred percent. Wow. And how long has the company been? I know, like I said, you, you said it was new here in Charlotte. How long have they been here in Charlotte? We've had a, uh, a couple of people here for about three years. Okay. And we've actually had the office open for about 90 days. Oh, good grief. Yep. Wow, that's tight, man. Um, so is there anything on the ground currently or anything in the works currently that, uh, that you guys are working on that we'd be going, oh, yeah, hey, we know that? We have a, uh, yeah, we're helping fill in, um, doing some infill work in Cary, North Carolina right now. Okay. Um, uh, we're actually building uh, office building we're moving into. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a that's a unique project, and I think one the company's really proud of. You know, we're based out of Cary, and we're getting yeah. transformed our Main Street um, here locally. We don't have a lot of projects here locally mm-hmm. uh, that you may know about. Um, it's a lot of stormwater 
and utilities projects. And if oh, you know yeah. your if you know where your power lines are located <laughs> and know what's underground, then you probably know our projects. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't, you're sense. looking for buildings, you may not see them yet. Yeah, well, that's some due diligence, and you're, somebody's got to do it, right? So it's like, you know, you got to start somewhere. So I'm, that's right. We do a bunch of that stuff, a lot of due diligence for people, helping them understand yeah. uh, if it should go under contract. And if it does, we got 90 days to help you make sure it's the deal of a lifetime. Wow, that's a quick turnaround on stuff because it's not just you yeah. walk in you go like hey, let's start digging holes tomorrow you're like well, 90 days can get away from you fast i mean that's right we got 90 days to make it work for you for the most part you know sometimes there are extensions but um, once the clock starts ticking yeah. we're on top of it and right we on. need to know that site better than anybody else that's ever been involved with it yeah it's like Mm. No, when we were goofing around uh, again earlier before we got to, before we pushed uh, record here, and the term placemaking, um, you, you hear it a lot, you read it a lot. At least I know I do. You know, doing work with you know city and county folks and stuff like that. Uh, what does it mean when people see or read or say that? And what does it mean to you guys? And what does it mean? Or what do you guys think it means to people? On, the outside, as it were, placemaking. Such an interesting question to the extent that um, it means different things to different people, mm-hmm. right? Um, when I was with the University City Partners, we were trying to take University City and build uh, build character there, and mm-hmm. we're trying to create kind of vignettes that just make you want to sit down and rest for a minute yeah. um, to break things up and make life more livable when you're out walking about, shopping, uh, grabbing a bite to eat, whatever it is, just a place that you notice that it, it kind of changes your day, whether it's landscaping or a, or a bench or whatever it is. That was the role there. Uh, and, of course, at Withers Ravenel, it's that on a little bit larger scale. And trying to build um, build buildings, build parks, build anything that that, um, that you may see uh, developed that is uh, this unique, that works for the people who go there and use it so regularly – and uh, isn't just a box, but it's a place that people really want to be, uh, be near, be in, and, and is high and functions really well for mm-hmm. them inside and out. Mm-hmm. What do you think led to that? I guess, for lack of a better description, the the realization or <laughs> of that that say, like, you know what, this should be something more than just a place for people to transact or a place to you know, just do one thing. I, I think about the government center here in Charlotte and the gov front porch and, you know, the way that the city and county are trying to say, you can do more in this space than just come in and do your city business. I mean, what do you think kind of led to that realization that we could do more than just have singular purpose facilities? I think that started with the kind of return to center cities first. Uh, okay. and, and activating some of these spaces mm-hmm. you look at and you say, why doesn't anybody ever sit there? <laughs> uh, and, he, I, and I bet you're thinking right now about spaces in Charlotte where people never sit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Seriously. Then you're like, why does anybody That's ever go a good there? Point. Yeah. 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 And there's there there are places that seem like they should work, but they're not for some reason. Mm-hmm. And people are starting attracted to those places and you try to figure out what makes them work, and that's kind of the retrofit, repair, remediation piece. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I think after doing a, a lot of those things, people decided to do it right in the front end and to build cool places that um, that people can enjoy and have some shade and have some uh, something to eat and something to drink and somewhere to sit and all the things that humans just simply want out of life. Yeah, uh, and it would, my mind goes to brutalist, brutalism architecture, 
Right? You're like, why would you build that building like that with hardly any windows? Uh, (laughs) We're getting away from that because we like natural light and looking outside and that sort of thing. And that's kind of like the the comparison, the architecture comparison to creating great places um, on the ground floor that people just want to be in. Yeah. Having been been a, a, a recent, for lack of a better, graduate of college visits and you would go to these campuses and some of them were built with exactly what you're talking about. That, you know, that darn, you know, ballistic architecture. You're like, this place is as welcoming as a prison. (laughs) You're like, my gosh. And then you go to another campus, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, people are walking. There's green space. There are gravel paths and things like that. And there's, you know, flora and fauna and people. You're like, that's a big difference in how, your mind and I perceive a place as being, you know, open and welcoming, regardless of what the people are like on it. If the space is not so much, then you automatically, you know, have made a decision. Um, that, it, yeah, that's that's fascinating to me. But you're right. On the front end, I guess it would make a lot more sense to engineer just, that in. Absolutely. That <laughs> And that poses a question, just curious over the pandemic years, right, and how your role and your experience and and you know, involvement with Center City Partners and everything. How's the conversation shifted as to how developments are being done? Um, and and how do you see that going forward? Is is there a big difference or um, not really? There is. There is a big difference. And I'll, and I'll give you a, an example of that. Uh, when shopping centers used to think about success, they would think about the amount of sales that they register, right? Uh, and they wanted to know exactly uh, inventory per square foot, and those metrics that are so associated with, you know, how well the actual registers are ringing. Now that's a like tertiary concept. All we want to do is know how many hours somebody spends there. And I don't care how much money you spend while you're there. Because if you spend five hours a day there, at some point you're bringing a friend mm-hmm. and then you're telling your neighbors where you go every day and they're going to go there. And that is what actually turns the registers over. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's building a place. It's great. Uh it has an indirect bottom line mm-hmm. to what we actually want out of things. Yeah, but that's a long game, though, man. In this, you know, eight-second abs world, you know. <laughs> like, like, hey, tell me where you found that. Actually, <laughs> let, me, let me see those eight seconds abs. Uh, uh. I need that program. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like where? It's like, do, do you find that that developers or you know landowners, whatever, do they have the patience for that? I I, I totally see that math. And I'm willing to wait, but are they? You know, it takes a lot of people to make the world go around. Uh, and <laughs> yes, some people, does. some people see that bottom mm. line out there, and they and they yeah. want to go straight to it. And some yeah. people know there's a better way to do it and a longer game to play. Yeah. Uh, and um, you know, I have never um, not been amazed by some of the people who work here in Charlotte and develop mm. here in Charlotte. It's like they know that if they do a bad development, they're getting run out of town. And that is really, <laughs> that's who does the best work around here is our locals. Uh, yeah. And if you're building yeah. an asset, you just want to lease it up and have the nicest, you know, amenity area for your residents just to make the rents work, uh, that's good too. You know, yeah. that's, that's, um, that gives people places to live and uh, they enjoy and can, you know, prosper in and, and continue, continue to contribute to the local economy. But... It's our local, our local developers who are really making this place beautiful, in my opinion, uh, or at least having they're they're leading the charge on it, and uh, we're we're lucky to have them here in Charlotte, for yeah. sure. And there's there's a ton of talk just constantly with our leaders about 
Charlotte's rapid growth and we don't want to be Atlanta. What what are we learning from Atlanta <laughs> and those things with traffic and all the people yeah. and where they go? Um, how are you seeing that conversation going and, and how do you see the future development of Charlotte based on all the knowledge and know-how you have in your industry? Well, I'm not a good person to ask that question because I actually love Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love Atlanta. That's no slant on Atlanta, but like you hear that all the time. Right. Yeah, we do. We do. We don't but you live in Charlotte. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you got him on that one. You got him on that one. Yeah. Well, my wife will not move from this city, and I, and I, and I love it myself. Uh, but she's a native, and, man, she'll put her foot down uh, if I mention anything outside of Charlotte. Uh, there's some great places out there near us, uh, Greenville, you know, Kannapolis. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and, and it's hard to grow as a city and, and, mm-hmm. and not have some of those uh, hiccups, right? Congestion just comes with a big picture. Sure. And if you want to build your way out of congestion, good luck, because you're going to build a city a lot like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to build the bikeways and the pathways yeah. and the buildings close to where people want to be and create density and spots to make it cool. And that's kind of where Atlanta fell apart a little bit, right? They sprawled and sprawled and sprawled, and all of a sudden you couldn't get anywhere around there. And um, they're doing a good job of pulling it back together and creating cool parts of town that you can walk to and bike to and um, stroll and shop and enjoy the outdoors. Um, and I think that Charlotte's really done a great job of coming around to making that work, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if I don't see a story about a new section of Greenway opening every day, then um, you clearly didn't read the paper that day. I freaking love the Greenways. Oh, man. it's absolutely like I, that's a a great use of tax dollars, in my uh, opinion. But and I use the hell out of them. They, I can now go from my house to the office on a Greenway if I choose to do so. It's <laughs> <freaking> awesome. <laughs> it's right. Like, that's right. That's awesome. And just and I'm four miles away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so if you want to ride your bike, you can do it. And I think that's what changes the yeah. city. And uh, and I I think our city leaders somewhat regularly, even the ones that I don't agree with 100% mm-hmm. on the investments, I say something to the effect of, I don't like the way you treat me uh, when I ask mm-hmm. you to invest in my part of town, yeah. but I really appreciate as a taxpayer you not giving people every single thing they want every time they ask for it. Right. So that's uh, an excellent point. That's and and we get point. we're getting what makes the city great, and we're growing the right way, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if you haven't noticed. Uh, Center City keeps getting cooler and cooler and more connected to different things. And um, and if you don't like growth, maybe Charlotte's not for you. Eh, that's what the uh, suburbs and rural. There's plenty of that, too. True. You know? I love change. Yeah. Uh, and love to watch the city change with us. It's yeah. opportunity no. for, for us all if we no. do it right. That's right. You know? 100%. Um, which it sounds like we're, we're on a good path. Yeah, it, it, it um, doesn't. It feels like it. And that, you know, sometimes it's better to feel good than to look good, right? <laughs> it's like, and, and with those, and with all of that, to your point, Toby, it's like, if, if that's not your jam, there are places, you know, I mean, Belmont is beautiful, right? Gaston County Fort is fantastic. Right. Fort yeah. Mill is fantastic. If you like that pace, that is cool. You still have access to it. But if you want to be a part of something that's growing and changing literally before your eyes, man, Charlotte, there's a reason why 113 people a day are moving here, man. That's right. Now, and, and I want to talk. I don't. I, I don't want to live in the past, but I do want to touch on something that you sent to me. Uh, you said this to me in email. You said, "I think there's a lot to be said for University City as it builds a brand. The area is still a little young, and in a city without a strong national brand, from your perspective, uh, so it's finding its way and building on what's authentically their own." I first of all, well said, and second of all, 
let's dig a, dig a little bit into that because in a city that's growing and in a, for lack of a better, it's not a neighborhood. University City is his own thing going. What are some of the challenges an area like that or Ballantyne or any of these subsets of Charlotte, what are the challenges they face, in your opinion, as they're trying to compete with the center city itself that is trying to grow and change and adapt and all of that at the same time? I couldn't have asked myself a more interesting question. <laughs> it is legitimately one of my favorite topics out there. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, right. Thanks for the tea up. Well, rock and roll, <laughs> man. Right. Let's and hear it. You read that right off the email that I sent. That I, I literally I, about 15 I set seconds. it up. I said, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, University City, Ballantyne, mm-hmm. and there are so many places like that yeah. around the city mm-hmm. that – you know, if you don't want to live in the middle of it, you try to find a little place outside. You can bounce in in 20 minutes and bounce out. And we have a bunch of those around uptown, uh, like Ballantyne, like University City. And and I think the demand for walkability and kind of place has found those, like we talked about. Yeah. And, you know, so how do you transform, like, an office park into something cool? This is one of my favorite things to figure out. And um, I think my hat's off to Ballantyne for, for, for moving that, that mm-hmm. direction. It's going to be slow, and it might be expensive. And you have to invest in something that makes it feel a little bit, um, a little bit urban, even if you don't want to be. And I think the Ballantyne example is their amphitheater. Yeah. you got to invest in building character awesome. and building right. a place where, um, where you kind of create that Main Street feeling of who mm-hmm. might I run into, what might have changed today, um, you know, what's around the corner and, and that kind of mystery effect. And I, and that is what really makes a place change. Ballantyne's doing a yeoman's job of it. And mm-hmm. University City, as it changes, particularly after the light rail is delivered, it becomes a little more dense every day. Um, it's moving that direction. And I absolutely love thinking about it, talking about it, trying to help sell the vision to other people who aren't quite there yet yeah. and help explain that, you just can't build four corners of a Main Street and call it a Main Street. You got to build something that actually makes people want to go there, and 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 create that thing that makes people want to turn the corner and see what's next, and then come back the next day, and the next day, and the next day. It 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 really gets me going. I enjoy I, building. Kind of brings back that sense of community too. Yeah, you know which that's is, right, which is awesome. Yeah. And what's the uh, what's the name of the big development along the river? Is it River District? That, that's coming yeah, along the right. airport yeah, yeah, and Lake yeah, Wiley. Yeah. And that's a Crescent deal, I believe. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, what an opportunity there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. When's, when do you get to go out and build in that big of a vacant, semi-flat piece of land? In, <laughs> in town, basically, <laughs> right? In town and right. next to a river. You know, right. Charlotte's not known for its uh, natural assets. <laughs> And somebody Man. figured out that being next to Rivers is really cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that doesn't stink. We should try that. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good point. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. But you hit on something that I never thought about, that you're right. Those places like the Ballantyne or University City or whatever, they don't have a town square. Like if you go to Eden or Elizabeth City or Oxford or anyway, there's a town square. There's, there's a Main a, Street. Right. There's yeah. a Main Street. There's a hub. There's a center. There's all that. They don't have that, and even if you have to make it, you have to invest in it. That's right. You yeah. can't just throw up four corners. You got to throw. <laughs> exactly. You got to put up something that brings people back, yeah. and it's interesting and ever evolving, and really be thoughtful about how like you build that. out a place. Yeah. And that's that's what uh, that's what I do, and that's what I enjoy doing. 
That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man. That's and also, you know, and I think do we have this in common, DC? I love to run a little bit and run my bike a little bit. Yeah. And that's for not for my not for health reasons by any means. Uh, <laughs> it is purely to see what's happening out there at a pace faster yeah. than walking. I'm, that's that's totally fair. And you know, those are the things. If a city, a town, a community, whatever is walkable, rideable, runnable, whatever, accessible outside of you know 55 miles an hour, then it is more people friendly. Hundred percent. Right? And yeah. people can say, yeah, I will go there and I will hang out there. And lo, we've just figured out placemaking in 30 minutes. At least I have anyway. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. That's right. I'm Do smarter already from this show. <laughs> Why don't I want to be there? And what would make make me go there? Yeah. We Absolutely. just completed the class. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there going to be a test? <laughs> <laughs> the test is when you're, you have a twinkle in your brain. You're like, what is going on here? I don't like it. <laughs> and pinpointing why you don't like being somewhere, uh, when in whatever city you're in, figuring yeah. out what that is and what would make it better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Love that. Like where your head's at. Like where your head's at. Good the breweries stuff, helped in Charlotte, right? It made it cooler. All of a sudden, Dude. you're like, man, what would make this better? Maybe a beer. I'm going to go get one over here at this brewery, right? Now mm-hmm. we have like 500 of them, and it's a little bit easier <laughs> than it needs to be. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know. Right the spice of life. And Start you're trend. absolutely right. Jim Gargis, whom I know you know, and mm-hmm. I believe we had on the show a long time ago, used to be the director of Parks and Rec here in Mecklenburg County. He said, if there's beer and there's music and food, people will come to it. People will come you to it. You build it, it. they like, will come. Oh, yeah, you bring those things like that. Hmm. Like where your head's at. I like love it. At. Back to All that right. sense of community. That's what yeah. I love about Charlotte. It feels yeah. like a, a small, big town. You know? That's right. 100%. And I hope we can conti- continue that with our development and how we move forward. Um, the people are coming. Yeah, roger that. <laughs> so roger we better that. be ready. You know? yeah. um, so before we let you rip, i got to ask you one quick question here. Aside from uh, the housing situation, which we already know about that, um, what is the biggest challenge facing this space and place going into the future, besides accommodating for the population? Yeah, well, on the housing front, that is that is the big challenge, yeah. the 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 secondary challenge, and I want to take it back to the Atlanta concept because I think people also, I think everyone loves Atlanta secretly. No, uh, I just don't. not I don't. the traffic. I don't. Not that you don't like the traffic. <laughs> yeah, I don't Atlanta. like right. the traffic. Yeah, I don't want to, what can what's there that I can't get here? <laughs> You're not building yourself, Coca Cola. Falcons and the Falcons. Uh, I don't want either one of those things. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm totally good. Uh, NCAA Hall of Fame. It's like, come on. Metro Mart. Delta. 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 You're not doing it for me. Nobody's, nobody's selling me here. Um, no, the, the, the second big thing, mm-hmm. and we hear about it all the time, right, is how do we, how do we um, make this place uh, livable without a car? And I know it yeah. is still a concept mm-hmm. people don't want to adopt, and don't get me wrong, I like my car, and I don't mind driving places. But you have to have other options, or otherwise you will be Atlanta. If you haven't got an option and create a culture around using other options, you're sure enough going to be on 400, sitting in traffic, and wondering why you know you still live in Atlanta. Here, we have 485, and if you check out south side of 485 today at about, I don't know, about 4 o'clock, you're yeah. going to get the feeling of it. Yeah. We have to have other options. And that's where I think density is important. You have to have a really big spectrum of densities going mm-hmm. from uptown to the hinterlands 
and everything in between so people can pick their poison, have a place to walk, have a place to ride a bike, and choose other alternatives, whether it be public transit or whatever it is, to get to where they want to go or otherwise, sure enough, you'll find yourself in a place you do not want to be. That is an excellent answer. And I did not set you up for that question. That was not a plant. That was an excellent question. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right. Scott's going to ask it, but I'm going to jump on it for him. How do we find out more about Withers Ravenel and should we need to get in touch? When we need to get in touch, how do we do that? Man, WithersRavenel.com. Go on there um, and read about us. Um, I went on there before I came down here. (laughs) And, you know, everything about the place is so interesting and and fantastic to me. And it's not just because I'm new. (laughs) They they recruited me and and somehow I met like 20 fellow employees in a row who had been there for like 10, 20, 25 years, they're keeping them around for a long time. And it's because it's a great place to work and um, and they have some great clients. So go to withersrevenue.com, see the project we worked on, um, a bunch of cool stuff. And um, I am hard to find on the social media these days, but you can always find me at, <laughs> at T-O-B-E-H-O-L-M-E-S, that's 2B Holmes, like Sherlock, uh, on Twitter, and I'll never stop calling it that. Uh, and that's the best place to find me. And of course, you know, LinkedIn and yeah. anywhere else, you can Google somebody at T-O-B-E Holmes like Sherlock. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and that's where we are. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions about, you know, commercial land development or whatever it is, maybe I'm not the best answer, but I'd sure love to point you in the right direction. And that's what we do well over there with those Ravenel is making sure that you're taken care of, whether it's us or somebody else. Awesome. Can't argue with that, man. Absolutely not. I love <laughs> Can't it. Argue with that. Looks like great culture and all the things. I'm on your website. It's beautiful. And services, by the way. Good Lord. You guys do it all. <laughs> we have no time to name all of them. Hop on their website. Hop on their website. Check it out. All right. Well, Tubby Holmes, thank you so much for joining us. You know the drill, people. Like it. Listen to it. Share it. Tell your friends. I'm D.C. Lucchese in for the vacationing Brian Young here with Scott and Toby Holmes. Thank you for listening to this edition of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. Thank you, Toby. Hey, thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.